Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Sruti, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, sorry guys, I have some technical. This is Rahul Reddy, today is December 13th. The time is about 11.30 and Reddy NPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know you're a newcomer and, uh, uh, and put your camera on. Pavani? Yes. Go ahead, Pavani. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, can I, can I start uh, asking you any queries? Yes, ma'am. The Murat is very good. Go ahead. Okay. So you are able to hear me, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So I'm Pavni Potnuru. I'm at, at present, I'm in India. So actually in last uh, June, my H4 stamping has been done. And uh, now, and this recently, and my H1B petition has also got approved. So mm-hmm. uh, I have to travel with my kids in the next one or one and a half month. So I'm just uh, thinking like whether I go for H1 stamping or can travel with H4 stamping itself because I already have a H4 stamping. So uh, my advice, my advice will be that you come here in H4. Okay. Then you can change the status to H1B. You will not be subject to the lottery if the same company files the H1B for you. That would be better rather than going for stamping again. Okay. Even though so, it's going to cost a little bit extra for the company, that's more safer method, ma'am. Okay, so coming with H4 stamping and go, I mean, after that, uh, get that uh, get that transferred. Yes, ma'am. That will be much better, okay? Okay, so that H1B petition will not get void or will not be... No, get... ma'am. It will not get, it will okay. not get void. Okay, thanks. Thanks a lot. That was my question. Yeah, thanks a lot. Next person. Next person, please. Naresh. Hi Rahul, uh, this is Naresh here. I'm having a question related to uh, GC related to family based. So my sister is a US citizen and she is she is going to file GC for me on family based. So there is a spell mismatch in both both of our surnames. So in all of us uh, certificates, um, the spelling of the surname it's not a, it's not a big deal if the surname has a spell mistake. If ever they want to challenge you, you can always go for the DNA test and that will prove, that will answer all the problems. Okay. So while filing the um, petition online, whether she need to provide any additional documentation or She doesn't need to provide evidence. anything just in, just in case if they ask it about more about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you need to provide the DNA test. Right now you don't need to. Okay. okay? Thank you so much. Rahul. Okay. Next person, please. Sunil. Um, hi Rahul, um, my question is, uh, my downgrade was filed in November 2020, 
and in june uh, 2022 i interfiled medical uh, and at that time i took two copies from the uh, doctor uh, which was signed on june 10th 2022 so it looks like they never uh, applied my interfiled medical so I, yesterday i got a rfe for medical again um, so can I use that copy because that copy, second copy was signed by doctor on June 10th, 2022. It's six months old. Um, can I still use that or I, I have to go for the new medical? Uh, do one favor. Do one favor. I, I know that they extended the two years extension. The 60 day rule has been extended to two years, but I don't know if it is still there or not. Drop an email to me at info at rnlawgroup.com. Okay. Okay. And I will respond to it. Okay. Okay. Thanks, sir. Thanks. Harish. Uh, good morning, Rahul, sir. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Yes, good go morning, ahead. Sir. Uh, I am in, I am a GC, sir, and I'm currently working. And I got an offer, another offer. Can I work two jobs? Yeah, you can work 10 jobs. My wife works for seven or eight jobs. But is that the, do I need to inform the current uh, owner no, you don't or... Need to. Uh, I don't you don't need, need to. to. And also, while I will, and also, as far as immigration is concerned, on. you don't need to. Okay. Immigration is not concerned. And if I come back to, if I go to India and come back, it's not a problem, right? You're a green card holder. You can do whatever you want to. But and you're not uh, going more, for more, more than six months, is that right? You're not going more than six uh, no, months. No, sir. Right? I'm, I'm going for a month. I'm going for a month. You're good. And, uh, and, and also, one last question, sir. And uh, this is a government uh, agency. Is still is there any concern or uh, not a concern? As far as immigration law is concerned, I don't have any concern. I don't know of the other laws, oh. contracts and other things. Okay. Next person. Okay, please. sir. Thank you, sir. Santosh. Yeah, hello, sir. This is Santosh. Um, I have a question regarding, I have H1 approved uh, with uh, I-40 approved in EB3 category. I filed patent in uh, 2020, which came in this year, and I have another one which is coming next year. Is there a, is this patent going to help me from moving from EB3 to EB1? Is it possible to? Is patent by like its is patent by itself is not enough though, but there must be other contributing factors to it. Okay, I want you to watch this video called EB1. Okay, there are ten criteria mm -hmm. under which you need to qualify for. Three of them. Three, you should try to shoot for, yeah, you should try to shoot for at least six of them. Okay. I want okay. you to watch okay. the video that I'm sending to you and make an okay. appointment with that girl by name Vanita. Okay. 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 And before you make an appointment, try to jot down what all the things that you may be eligible for. If you have a doubt, go ahead, shoot for it. I mean, you're not submitting to USCIS. Okay. You're not sending it to anybody. Okay, so try to jot it mm -hmm. down. And when you make an appointment with her, try to say that I think so I'm eligible for all these things and let her evaluate mm -hmm. it and make a very good resume that complies with those requirements. Okay, addressing okay. those requirements. And for example, if you're, if you're telling that you have a language skill, that is not important for us. You don't need to put that in the resume when you speak with my uh, colleague called Vanita. Okay. Okay, okay. Uh, another correlated question is, uh, is it that I need to, I can file it from outside, like I can file it from you guys, or do I need to file That's it? That's right. You can file it. Or if it's a, if, if you I can go it from out, you can either go with your employer, you can go with a private lawyer. EB1A can be done by anybody. It doesn't have to be only your employer. Okay. I understand, sir. Thank you. Next person, please. 
Shilpashree. Yeah, hi. Um, actually, I'm on currently on a H4 EAD, and my H4 EAD expires um, uh, 12th of uh, Jan 2023. But this year, I have filed my H1B, and that is also in still progress until now. I did not receive any any update on that. So, as of 12, after 12th, will I uh, go out of status, or what would be uh, what would be the future? So, so when is when is your H4 expiring? You said January 12th, 2023. Why Next can't month, twelve. Why can't you do premium processing of H one B? Actually, my uh, employer says like it, it might go into denial if we put a uh, uh, premium now. He say like, in between the processing. Let it go denied. So whether it's going to be denied today, it's going to be denied six months later on. How does it matter to you? It's better that you get it done right now. Okay. But I okay. want you to. I want you. I want you to have a backup plan for you by filing okay. an H four plus EAD. Okay. And do you know that how you know that you can go to Mexico and extend the H four? Okay, uh, okay. Oh, so okay. If I want to do, go, I have to go out of country and do it. Like I mean, currently I have first not unit, filed first, my H. First, you need to file for H four plus EAD. Okay. Okay, and then uh, before January twelfth, you have to try to, you have to try to fly to Mexico and you have to come back. Okay. I I want okay. you to watch this video, and if you still okay. have any question, make an appointment with me. I'll speak with you. But don't rely on your employer's H one B because if the if after January after January twelve, if the H one okay. B gets denied, you're out of status. Okay. okay. If you don't file H four plus EAD, okay. Okay, and one more question: Like, if I in H one like um currently H one B is in progress, right? If I file H four, uh, will it cancel the H one B that is currently in processing? No, ma'am. It will not cancel. Okay. Okay. But there is something called last action rule. Okay. 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 Uh, and that may be applicable. For example, if your H four gets approved and H four gets approved, you'll be in H four. Okay. Whichever comes oh. later on. Okay. Okay. But okay. you can switch. You can switch whichever way you want to. Some okay. there is something called Margarita switch. Margarita magic. We call it as okay. 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 So you can go to Mexico. You don't need any H1B stamping when you okay. uh, uh, when you do it. You can watch this video, and you may want okay. to have a consultation. Okay, so that you can okay. strategize this planning better. Okay. Next question. Okay. Please. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Rakesh. Hi Rahul. Uh, good morning. Uh, so I came to India in the month of November, mid November. and currently i'm working from here and uh, and when i left us uh, my status is h1b and uh, my priority date is 20 2014 december and currently i'm planning to use uh, gcad ap card while uh, coming back to us at port of entry so the question is uh, if i stay for more than uh, two and a half months uh, uh, will there be any questions at port of entry uh, during this uh, like length of the stay I would recommend to keep it under two months, but still, if it's more than two and a half months, if they ask question, you have to prove the job is still there for you. You're still working for the company. Okay, okay. And in any questions in the, uh, any uh, issues in the uh, green card getting in the future regarding as long as you're getting paid right now, is right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see much. Try to keep it under two months. That's I will appreciate it though. If it's most oh. more than two months, you're coming under the radar. Oh, okay, so it's better to be. Um... Yeah, better to be less than two months. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Next person, please.
Divya. Hi. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, Divya. Yeah. So um, we have got our extension for the H1B um, through uh, premium processing. So my H4, H1, H4, and H4 EAD has uh, came through approved. Um, all of, so, all three of them came. All three of them it, came through approved. Okay. Yes. Um, so it is valid from May, May 18, 2023 till May 2026. So we are planning to travel to India in January. Um, that is 2023. Um, I need to know when I go for stamping, will they give, um, you know, till May 2023 or May 2026? Because I think the DS-160 will be filling based on the new I-797. Mm -hmm. Can you just... They will, give it, they, will give it, they will give it until May 2026. There is a slight chance that they may give it only until January of 2026. There is no chance that they will only give it until May of 2023. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Thank you so much for that. And I have one last question. So the reason we had to go for in-person is like we lost our passport. It has been stolen from our car. So we don't have the actual visa. So I hope there won't be any issues related to that because we have the police report and, you know, things. Yeah, that's fine. Whenever, whenever the passport is lost uh, under the old previous era, though, it used to create a lot of doubts, minds in immigration lawyers. It also used to create a doubt in immigration and the Department of State. Because you know what people used to do with those passports? They used to sell the passports and then tell them the loss. But nowadays what they're doing is everything is biometrics. Okay. So even if, even if somebody sells the passport, nobody's going to buy right now because everything is with biometrics. They'll find mm -hmm. out who the real person is. So if this was like, 10 years ago or so, I would have been worried for you because USCIS, the Department of State, everybody thinks so. What they do is that they sell their passports and then they tell, uh, then after one month, they report to the police saying that it's lost. In the meantime, somebody enters on that passport visa. But okay. nowadays, it's all biometrics. So okay. you should be fine. You should not have much problems with it. Okay. Thank okay? you so much. Yeah, thank you. Next person, please. Ullas. Hey, uh, hey, Rahul, sorry. Uh, hey, I have a question. Uh, my family member is here and uh, she's uh, completing her master's uh, in next week. And mm -hmm. uh, she has an EAD, uh, OPD EAD starting from uh, uh, Spain. So can she travel to India and come back? Uh, or Not recommended. I would not recommend to travel. Actually, she had an Amazon offer and that's how she planned. And yesterday they got, she got a call that, you know, their extent. They want to uh, start her in the August, not uh, March. So she already has tickets. So she's now. First of all, first of all, once the OPT starts, she cannot have unemployment of more than uh, ninety days. Though you are aware of it, so she can't yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah, but that's come starting back. from Feb. And then she has an offer from October. Is that right? August from Amazon. August. What is she going? To what is she going to do, do between February and August? Yeah, she has to uh, find a job. Yeah, because I would not recommend to travel. At, I would not okay. recommend that she travel at this point of time. No. Okay. Next person, please. Vijay Kumar. So I have a question regarding this uh, 485. Uh, what is the current processing time it is taking for the approval? Like uh, once uh, one forty. Why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me? When did you file your four eight five? No, I I haven't filed uh, four eight five yet. I my only my when term is approved. So I just is want to check. Is your date current right now? Yes. Final action is twenty eleven. 
they are anywhere between four months to two years is a time process. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Ram, hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Uh, sir, I have uh, I have filed for four eighty five in in April. Me and my husband. Mm -hmm. uh, our priority date was a um, February two thousand fourteen. So mm -hmm. uh, the dates went back, and we could not. Uh, you know, it did it didn't happen. So we just applied for 485, 485. We didn't do the AP or uh, uh, EAD. Um, Why not? Because I am on a part-time part H1B and I have a special kid who is in India. So I have a lot of travel issues. So they okay. said- Anyway, go ahead. So AP, go they ahead. said, will be a problem. You're not changing the job. So EAD is not much of a use here. Just apply for 485. That's how they okay. put it. But now the dates went back and with the H1B, I, I have to travel a lot. So I'm thinking, uh, is it okay if I apply for uh, AP and uh, EAD now? Because I'm a healthcare worker and my lawyer is saying that they're expiriting EADs for uh, for healthcare workers. So yeah, the EAD, you will get it. EAD, you will get it. But advanced parole, parole. Yeah. the problem is that they may deny it. I would still apply it. At the most, let them deny it. It's not going to cause any problem it's for your green card. Yeah, but uh, do you uh, should we stay in the country until we get the AP, or can we just apply and uh, return come to India? Yeah, technically, you you have to stay until uh, the AP is uh, until up, uh, you get approved. Otherwise, I will just file it. Let them deny it at the most. I'll file EAD and AP. AP both. because you have nothing to lose. Yeah, I have nothing to lose. That's what I'm thinking. But to leave the kid yeah. here in India and stay there for six months would be a problem. I'm thinking that's the only issue. So uh, some people are saying if you come back to India during the AP is being processed, you the the application will be void. Is that right? And some people are saying after uh, Trump's administration, uh, once you apply, it's okay. They are not going to deny. Uh, it's some, some sometimes they deny it. Sometimes they don't deny it. They don't. Oh, what okay. is the loss that you get by let let them deny it at the most? It's not going to harm you in any way. Okay. Your four eighty five is still uh, valid. Yeah. Suppose yeah. suppose you know uh, just just think like AP is expedited and you get the AP. Then I'm going to leave my H one and travel less frequently on AP. Would would there be a uh, a question at the at this at the uh, AP? You can you, you can travel on AP frequently. It's not a problem. You can travel it's every week if you want to. Yeah. Really? Because they, yeah. they kind of say that the, the CBP, it's like at the mercy of the no, CBP. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. It's not at the mercy of CBP. It's just that they take you to a second room to ask questions because they don't have a facility to process it, but it's mm -hmm. not a problem. There are people on advanced parole that travel every day in uh, from Canada to Windsor, uh, Windsor and Detroit. Okay. Oh, Next oh. person, please. Thank you. Now, sir. Uh, hi. Mm -hmm. um, yes, sir. So my question was uh, related to STEM OPT. Um, I was mm -hmm. on STEM OPT. I joined this company December of last year, and I worked with them for about eight or nine months. But during this process, they were I was doing uh, training projects, and they did not want to sign my I nine eight three form. And I left the company a couple months ago, and. So my I-983 form was never signed and I joined a different company. And so I was talking with my school DSO and they were like, um, since the I-983 form was never signed, this will be considered as 
um, unemployment time. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. So. So how uh, how long you were how how long you're technically unemployed? It was from December last year to August this year. So it was way past the 150 days. days you get in total. Yeah. Yeah, you're in trouble. You're wallet yeah. in the status right now. So yeah, I talked um to my school dear. So they were said that um they said that they will not cancel the STEM OPD, but um they talked to uh, USCIS or the service people, and mm -hmm. they were they originally asked for my pay stubs and employment letter to show that my job was uh, something I actually did at there uh, paid for, mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. it was related to my major, right? So I provided all of those, and they were like, "Oh, they should be okay." They said that originally that this is something that you can use to prove that you were working, since they're not providing the I nine eight three. But recently they said that uh, at this point, they cannot use that as, as proof. And the school did not cancel my yeah. status. You, they said you need to consult a, Tosh, you have to, yeah. you have to consult a lawyer privately, okay? Okay. You have to consult a lawyer privately. Next person, please. Ankit. Hi. Hi, can you hear yes, me? Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. So I studied in US and after I exhausted my three H-1B attempts, I moved to Canada. Uh, now my H-1B mm -hmm. was picked this year and I will be moving back to US at around June timeframe. Uh, mm -hmm. I have, I, I wanted to make real estate investments in Canada. In fact, I have made some hard money lending. So can I hold mm -hmm. a LLC in US? And if I can hold out the structure of the LLC should be, will it impact any of my uh, visa status? Where are you right now, Ankit? Uh, right now in Vancouver. So you're moving from Vancouver to here on H1B. And yeah. you have LLC in Canada, is right? No, no, in US. I want to form one in US uh, because I've done some uh, money lending in US in, for some real estate investment. Uh, and that property is also in US only. So I want to form an LLC in, because I previous, I have a social security and I also like in the past, I also hold one property also, which is currently rented out. No, if you want to do a business here in United States though. Correct. Um, you, and you are coming, you are a Canadian citizen or Canada resident? Uh, right now I'm on permanent, uh, sorry, temporary uh, work permit, but like I, my PR is on the way. I will get a PR soon. Yeah, the means. better way for you to come is to become a citizen and come on an e, e, E2 visa for an investment because you're not coming here to work. You're coming here to invest and do the oh, work. No, no, no. The I, I, I'm, working, I'm working as well. So, so like I said, you know, I studied in US. I work for Zillow. Zillow moved me to Canada and uh, year yeah, if you're, Canada. But if, you, if you're coming here to open an LLC and want to do the business of money lending and investing and no, that is that operating. is right. I'm I'm coming on H one B as an employee. But still, as if, no, but I still I don't. Uh, those are not approvable things for you. If you want to invest in stocks, that's fine. But if you want to invest in this money lending business and all those things, uh, the, that definitely is a violation of H one B. Okay, mm -hmm. but is it Next not passive investment? Last, yeah, it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't look like the operation of LLC 
you lending and giving, these are a lot of active things involved in it. It's not like putting a money in the bank and getting the interest. It doesn't look like passive to me, okay? Next person, please. Abhi. Hey, Rahul. Uh, good morning. Uh, so my mom has a GC. Uh, you know, she had it for almost four, four and a half years. Uh, she has been, you know, following all the policies, visiting frequently and has never missed any dates or anything. Uh, but it's been difficult uh, for her to travel nowadays. And we are thinking of her handing over GC and uh, converting to visitor visa. So I was mm -hmm. thinking if there was a way to do it from within the US uh, while she still ma maintains her GC or what no. is the best way because to do that? Because if she gives up the green card, she will be out of status here in the United States. So the best option would huh? be that there is a form. Uh, I don't remember the form, but uh, she has to submit the form and give the green card to the consulate. That cancels the green card. Then after about a month, after three or four months, you can apply for a visiting visa. Okay, so go back to India, submit the form and hand over the uh, card. Green in the card consulate in, in, in the, the consulate. consulate. Then, after, then after two or three months, you can make an appointment for the uh, B1, B2 visa. So before before getting GC also, she traveled frequently on visitor visa within the, again, she never broke any laws. Uh, six, she has been within the six months, whatever, right? So would that mm -hmm. be a problem that, you know, why did you take GC and then why are you returning it uh, while she's applying for a visitor visa after she, uh, you know, voluntarily? Um, she can, she can always, yeah, it's not a big deal uh, because giving out the green card and applying for visitor visa, it's easy for her to explain. I didn't want her to travel every year there. I didn't want her to stay there. I only want to visit United States. I don't want to stay there. And that's right. the reason I give up my green card. And that's actually is a good reason for getting the B1, B2 visa. Okay. And uh, the second question is, uh, we are also exploring her uh, citizenship now that, you know, she has, uh, what is the a time frame like uh, once you get GC, when when would uh, typically a person be eligible uh, for a citizenship? Is it four years, five years? Because I have been getting all kinds of four uh, years and nine months. Four years, nine months. Okay, thank you, thank you. Okay, Rahul. but there is another thing. Out of the past four, four <coughs> five years, how many days she stayed in USA physically? She she was frequently visiting. She never stayed outside US more than six months. So she whenever she was here, she was here for. That's not the question months. I. That's not the question I asked you. In the past five years, how long she stayed in USA physically? So uh, at at least two and a half years, if not more. And she never traveled outside the country for more than six months. Is right. That is true. Well, you can get the citizenship for her. That's easier for her and to get the citizenship. Okay. Uh, did she complete it four years and nine months? Uh, she did. I, yeah. She can get the citizenship if she wants to. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Rahul. Thank you. Next person, please. Supra. Uh, uh, good morning, uh, Rahul Garu. Uh, my question is regarding my H1B visa uh, stamping that I'm planning to go to India uh, in April next year. And uh, my question is, um, I applied for EB2, I-485 and advanced payroll and EAD. Uh, and I know that once I travel outside the, uh, the country, I will lose my advanced payroll application. But I mm -hmm. needed to go to India for my brother's wedding in April 
for and i and i book my interview slot for h1b uh, stamping mm -hmm. so my question is uh, um is 485 still will be valid once i get my visa will be valid. yeah 485 will not, nothing will happen to your 485 okay yeah uh, okay and and i'm planning to go for like two months uh, in india for the wedding and for the re renewal that's of my visa and hoping to come that's back that's fine two months is good time two months is good for the 485 yeah unless they they delay the 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 visa stamping yeah. those those are the that's a risk problem. that's a risk that you're taking i would not take it for my brother's marriage <laughs> mm. next person yeah. please okay thank you rahul there are no more hand raised now okay uh, if anybody has any questions guys just unmute the people who are uh, there Okay, hello, hello Rahul Garu. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Hello Rahul Garu. Yeah, sir. Uh, actually, you know, uh, I'm on H1, and uh, my wife is on H4, and uh, you know, she's working on H4 already. Um, my H1 is up to, you know, I filed my H1 and also H4 and H4 EAD together uh, last year December, and my H1 got approved. Uh, and my wife traveled to India uh, with the approved I-797, you know, my H-1, you know, I-797 to India. And she got mm -hmm. her stamping in February, um, February on February 10th, uh, uh, 2022. She got her stamping. And her H-4 and H-4EAD got approved on February 22nd, 2022. Okay. okay. Uh, and she traveled back to U.S. on February 28th or 27th, okay? Uh, but her passport is getting expired in uh, August 2023. Um, her I-94 is also uh, given as 2023. Mm -hmm. uh, last week, we went to, uh, we, you know, we Larado, and she crossed that, you know, bridge and, uh, you know, she went to the CBP office to extend her I-94. Uh, but then they said, uh, as USCIS has already given uh, okay. your I-94 okay. you, as something you different. Cut, 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 cut short. So based on the H-4, she got approved. Based on the passport, she only got into, like, as 22-23. I tell people not to go to Laredo. They don't listen. Why don't you have your wife fly to Cancun and come back? Uh, I have an infant, sir, so, you know, he, you know, both has to go, uh, both have all to go to, three, you know, all three, all, all three people go then. Okay. She went to uh, India. What's oh, the big okay. deal flying to Mexico? Uh, right now, you know, I can't go, uh, because I'm on H1. I don't have the visa stamping. Well, let her go then. Let her be the child and come back. So is it, is it uh, still our I-94? So you mean to say that I-94 is not at all valid after uh, August 2023, sir? She will be illegal after August 2023. Yeah, unless she wants to fly uh, but, to... Uh, no, but, her, but her H-4 and H-4 EAD, whatever, the I-797, uh, on that, her the I-94 last, is... The last, the last entry, she came back in February, uh, in March of 2022, is that right? Yes. Yeah. March 2022. Yeah, so yes. That, so the last, the last I-94 expires in August 20, 2023. She's going to go out of status unless you want to fly her to Mexico. 
Next person, please. Uh, I am running out of time, guys. I'm sorry. Um, the next Zoom call will be tomorrow at 4.30. Uh, thank you guys for coming in. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.